Grid Talk, your weekly RC racing podcast with your host, myself, Russell Lee, and as always, the fantastic Chris Bowden. Alien Chris. Well, like you've just said, mate, I'm fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah, we're doing all right. <laughs> Before we get into it, let me say thank you to the sponsors. So, massive thank you to CML Distribution, Schumacher Racing, and Will Speed, the companies that keep us in every week and throw some prizes at Christmas. So, this week, um, we've got a returning guest. Hey, Chris, um, Scotty Hearns. How are you doing? You okay? Oh, yeah, doing well. Uh, excited to be here. Thanks for asking me to be on. That's great. Thanks for, oh, thanks for coming back on as well. Um, I mean, basically, we've got you on tonight to talk about the Scotty Ernst UK showdown that's coming up towards the end of August at Robin Hood. Um, uh, um, are you all set? Are you ready to go? Oh, I am. I am so excited and looking forward to doing this. It's such a, a legendary racetrack. So many great races have been held there. And, uh, when we started talking about it and a chance of, you know, organizing a, a race meeting there, I was, I was all excited and, and ready to do this. I'm excited for it to, to come to be. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be awesome. So obviously we all know it's happening at the end of August. We'll, we'll talk about all the classes, get people even more excited than they already are about it. But, how did it all come about? Obviously, you were over here for EOS, sort of about this type, similar to this sort of time last year, wasn't it? Um, we yeah, we went over to uh, we were there at Workshop, and you know that Workshop in itself is legendary. You know, I always wondered. You know, everybody tells me, you know, when you watch the videos and they say it's like a cork surface, and that was so unique, and I was so excited to to finally be there and then i got to race on it and it was it was a blast but talking to muzz and some of the guys you know i said man i'd love to to try to you know organize our own kind of deal there and then we started talking robin hood robin hood was close so uh one of the nights when we were done we went over there and i got to see it firsthand and i was like oh this is this is legendary so uh we started putting the pieces together and uh trying to find a time to work it out and you know, we uh, we had to move the date, unfortunately, because of some clashes. But it sounds like um, the end of August is really going to work for everybody. And I'm just I'm just so excited to be able to to host an event there and, you know, and see racing firsthand on this amazing racetrack. Yeah, because obviously the first one, it was was it March time and it, it clashed with a, quite a few races and it was in the middle of a national season kind of a nationally the side of it people prepping for for that kind of stuff but the bank holiday all this bank holiday august all the all the nationals are over the big outdoor season's done let's cap it off with a massive scotty Ernst meeting which me personally i think it's a cool meeting i think uh i'm really looking forward to it um uh, what the what are the classes what what are we running there I, I oh, get in without knowing. Yeah, well, we got a bunch of classes just because I just want to, you know, try to, you know, accommodate everybody no matter what they're running. So we got the standard two wheel drive, four wheel drive. Um, something I do at a lot of my races around the world is I have a master's class, you know, for us old guys, me. Um, and I know that's not not normal there, but I thought, you know, it'd be neat to do that because. You know, when when the hobby started, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, when it got really popular, you know, we were all young then. But now most of us that started at that time and, yeah, I'm old, but, um, you know, we're all in our upper 40s or 50s. So I wanted to have a master's class for the uh, for the older crowd. And then they can you know, they don't have to run the 
the young, uh, the Hall brothers or anything like that. You know, they can run to find out who's the, the top of the heap of the, the old guys. So we're going to have a master's class. Um, we're running stadium trucks for sure. Cause I love trucks. I got a, a big time rivalry with Darren. We had, uh, we had quite a battle in, uh, at workshop that we had a lot of fun and, uh, you know, we're hopefully going to continue that rivalry. So we'll run, run some trucks and uh, vintage um, old school. I know there's a big following of the, the kind of classic cars and things like that. So we're going to include that and just the concept of just having fun. That's, uh, that's what we want to do. Make it a bit different than, uh, you know, the national series where there's obviously so much prestige and so much on the line for the national series that, you know, sometimes the, the fun side of the hobby, you know, doesn't get recognized and, we want to kind of make this meeting just to, you know, have some fun, play some music on practice day. And uh, I know at nighttime they do the fun oval thing they do there. So we're going to try our hand at that and just, you know, just just have some fun. Well, that sounds like an awesome idea at the end of the season. Sometimes we all still want to race toy cars, but we also want to just have a bit of a blowout, don't we? And, and really enjoy ourselves. Um, you mentioned uh, briefly about, the truck class obviously a track a, a section that's sort of come along leaps and bounds in the last couple of years with within the uk but this uh the darren versus scotty rivalry um <laughs> for those that weren't at uh workshop uh, how did that start um it just uh some guys had a truck that you know they let me borrow so i could run and and darren you know our friendship kind of really grew there at that race and we uh, started messing with each other and, you know, talking some trash and having fun. And uh, it's just it just turned into something really cool. And we had some fun races. And I thought, hey, if Darren can come to the race, why not? I'll bring my truck over and uh, and we'll have some fun and uh, and really just, you know, make make it you know all about the fun. Yeah, that's, it's a great idea. Um, I don't know. Can, I might be persuaded to break my old truck out. Why not, man? You should do it. It's going to be fun. Well, yeah, because I mean, we over here, Darren. Darren can be a bit of a panto villain. I don't know if you've got pantomime over there, um, you know. But he's he, he likes to play the fun, the fun bad guy. So, you know, what better what better way than potentially if he is ahead of you, I can just for a, <laughs> a small fee just put him in the fence. Yeah, for a small fee, exactly. <laughs> yeah. For a, for a little backhander, Darren can end up in the fence. Oh, um, my. That's funny. But, um, yeah. So, at the risk of offending a um, a few of your American friends that may be listening to this because you're on, I didn't hear anything about stock. Um, you know, we, we talked about it at the, you know, when, when we were kind of putting the ideas together, but as popular as, you know, modified is everywhere. Um, we didn't think, you know, we didn't know how, how popular it was going to be. So, you know, we'll see if, you know, if there's a, if there's an interest in things like that, then, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to run, you know, just on that track. And I don't know, like I said, I've talked about it many times, but it's, I've watched so many videos of that place and, you know, when I got to go see it and, you know, touch the turf and, you know, it's just so different, a thousand percent different than anything we run in America. And, um, it's just, you know, I'm just excited to do it. So I think it'll, uh, 
yeah, all the classes, there'll be a, a good class for everyone, no matter what ability you're in or your age you're in or what you run. If you're in the old school vintage, you know, with a gold tub RC 10, which I sure wish I had my original ones, but I don't anymore, but, or, you know, running something new, I think it's, uh, it'll be fun. Something for everybody. Yeah, it'd be really good. I know, um, I know a couple of people I've spoken to this week are uh, cancelling or withdrawing their entries from a, a couple of the other meetings they're going to in order to to actually come over to this um, UK showdown that you're putting on. I think the track combined with your name behind it is really creating a bit of a buzz about it, and it's really good to see that we're getting these big hopefully not one-off events, hopefully it becomes a, an annual thing. Um, but it's really good to see these big events starting to come through, like like a bit like you see in um, in the States, you know, like we've got the MKGP, which is going ahead next year again. Obviously, you were, you were there this year. Um, that's kind of like our version of like the Florida Carpet Championships. Mm -hmm. So it's just really cool to see these big events starting to crop up in the UK and it's really good to see a name like yourself sort of coming over and recognizing that there is a big market for this in the UK. So yeah, I think it'll be awesome. It'll be a really good, a really, really good event. Um, I hope loads of people. What are the entries looking like at the moment? I think they're doing really good. I was talking to Muzz uh, just a couple of days ago and more people are booking in things like that. Um, I know there's big uh, racist weekend. So Hopefully after that, everybody will book in. Uh, I need everybody to because I have to put my final numbers in for the trophies. I'm bringing the uh, the uh, nice wall plates that we get made up here at MX Trophies in America. I'll bring them over with me. Um, so we'll have some nice uh, nice plates and everything to, to give to everybody. But um, as you mentioned about the event, everything starts at, you know, the step one. And the ultimate goal is to make this the yearly you know, yearly event in the fall where after the Nationals are done, this is a race where people can come let down their hair. And pretty much the goal is to make it that big international um, 10 scale race at the end of the kind of summer to really give people, you know, like I said, a chance to let their hair down. And we hope, you know, we get drivers from all over Europe. And eventually I'd love to bring a couple of the American guys over with me. So that's a that's a big goal in the coming years. But this first year, we just got to get, uh, get our feet wet, get over there, show everybody. Uh, I'm bringing my media guy, Joel Navarro, who travels around the world with me and, uh, does all our Facebook and Instagram and stories and everything like that. So Joel's coming over with me. So we're, um, we're going full throttle into this to try to make this first year something special and, you know, make it, put it on everybody's calendar. Like, okay, Hey, the end of the end of uh, summertime every year, you know, we're going to do this big race and, you know, I hope to through the years, you know, attract uh, the greatest stars in Europe and, and from around the world. Yeah. I think the, the, the end game is so that people uh, don't book the holidays in August so that they don't miss this event, isn't it? Oh, that would, that would be great. You know, it's always, it's always tough. I mean, life is eight days a week now, you know, so um, it's tough to find time to balance family and, you know, fun and the hobby and time with your kids and things like that. But the the goal is that if we can get this uh, get this one year going, it was like, wow, that was really cool. And uh, then we can, you know, people can look forward to it every year and really make it something really special and, and something uh, everybody wants to take part of. Yeah. So 
do we know the um, obviously we know the classes do we know the the format of the meeting Is it- um yeah yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, some of it's going to be similar. Some of it's going to be a little bit different um, with the uh, something I do at, at, at our races here and, and other parts in the world. Uh, I like to do bump ups. Um, so we will uh, we will lock, you know, drivers in the A and then we're going to do bump ups from the lower mains. So when you bump up, you got a chance to boom, boom. We all been there where our qualifying didn't go as well as as happened. You know, you hit the hit a bump on the last corner and you flip over and you go from, uh, you know, ninth qualifier to 19th qualifier or Marshall runs out in front of your car or flips you over, you know, anything that qualifying goes bad, but, uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do bump ups and, uh, that's a, a neat thing and it's not really done over there. So it's just, a another something different to make it fun. So if you have some bad qualifying, you get stuck in the DNC main where, you know, I usually am, then, uh, I got a chance to, to bump up and have some fun. So that's going to be uh, the biggest switch that I think everybody will really be keen to and have fun. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of bump ups. I think it'd be quite cool. I think it'd be quite cool to see um, potentially a big name. You never want them to have a bad qualifying, but I think it'd be really good to see like a big name have a bad qualifying and bump right the way through from say like the D all the way through and maybe win the A. I think that'd oh. be that'd be awesome. Oh, it'd be great. You know, there's a there's a massive story, and that's the the thing. The nice thing about bump ups is, you know, after qualifying is done, if you're if you're stuck in the D main, you're kind of like, oh my goodness, I know I shouldn't be there. But with bump ups, you leave on the qualifying day, and your your mindset for main day is like, wow, I still got a chance. You know, okay, I'm going to put my work in. I'm going to work hard. I am going to rebuild my shocks and you know, uh, get things ready to go. So when I'm, when I'm ready on, on main day, you know, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Cause I'm not sure if the listeners are aware, but the, it's a three day meeting, isn't it? So you've got Saturday. I'm all right. I think it's Saturday is qualifying for two wheel drive. Um, half of Sunday is sort of your mains for four wheel drive, uh, two wheel drive, and then some qualifying. And then the bank holiday Monday is, the remainder of the four-wheel drive qualifying with trucks and the finals for four-wheel drive and truck. Correct. Uh, the, the plan was to do it, uh, you know, a little bit more spread out. So um, it's not so intense and not so, um, you know, just fast moving. We can have some fun, uh, relax, do some socializing and things like that. So I think it'll give us a chance, uh, depending on the, the final numbers, um, get some extra runs in, um, the, it's pretty much a clean slate on what we do, whatever we can do to, to maximize the fun that we have this, uh, that weekend. That's, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. So are you planning, is, cause we're normally, I know you say you want to do it in a very American style way. Are we doing, um, four qualifiers in a final each or is it four quiet, four qualifiers and triple mains? Is it? Are the top guys getting the old uh, super? The is it? What's the what's the one they do at Florida? The super pole. I really uh, like the, that. The super pole. Yeah, it's a neat idea for sure, and it can be fun. And it's really going to be based based on entries. Once yeah. we're there and we really know how many entries we have, that's that's going to determine because I'm all for getting as many qualifiers as we can, as many mains as we can for everybody. Just absolutely having fun so um you know if if we have time in the day to do it 
We're going to run as much as we can, give the guys the, the most bang for the buck that's possible. So um, nothing, nothing's written in stone. Um, we, we do it. Uh, sometimes you got to shoot from the hip and, and just, you know, see what, see what comes. And, you know, if the weather's grand and everything like that, then, you know, if we can give the guys more racing, then, then absolutely we will. It sounds like it's going to be a very um, driver focused meeting rather than a very, uh, you know, this is the format. We stick to this. It's like if the drivers want another qualifying, we can fit it in, give them all another five minutes track time. Let's not let's get as much track time for, for the booking in as we can. Oh, a thousand percent. I, I've always done that for our events. You know, when you got a race meeting with 400 entries or whatever it is, you know, obviously time is time is tough or you're trying to slam it in in just one or two days. But the goal was to try to give the guys as much track time as possible. And if we can do five qualifiers and heck, why not, you know, give the guys as much racing as can and we won't make it intense. You know, it will, it won't be four or five, you know, nothing like that where there's so much stress. It'll just be, you know, all of fun and we'll see how many we can get in. And if we can do triple mains for everybody, great. If we can only do double mains for everybody, you know, it's, it's wide open. And, and as you said, driver focus is, is what we're trying to do. Not so much the format, the format will be set before qualifying begins. So nobody's going to have to think, Oh, they're going to change and add a qualifier, take one away for sure. Not the, the format and the rules will be set before everything begins. So everybody will know what's going on. But once we know how many people are there and at the event, then we'll be able to work the schedule backwards from, you know, from main day and give the guys as much track time as possible. Yeah. It sounds awesome. What's your, what's the support from um, the BRCA being like for this? Cause I know you've always been a fan. You've after seeing the way the BRCA events were ran and especially MKGP and stuff like that, you've, you've quite openly said that, you know, you think the BRCA are some of the best in the world at organizing meetings. What's the, what's the support and the, the backing from, the, the governing body being like? Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, I've, uh, I've ruffled a lot of feathers in my interviews when I've uh, called out and said the BRCA without question is the best sanctioning body in our, uh, our industry. No doubt. Uh, you know, like some people have, have questioned me on that, but you know, I've been there, I've seen it. Uh, the new roads that the BRC has gone down in the last few years with Darren and the gangs, you know, uh, leading away they're, they're, their foresight and everything is is absolutely brilliant the way it needs to be you know with the the trimy track they uh have a go track i think is what what they call it you know when they set up their meetings they have that tent set up with the the the, the wonderful books that they hand out to everybody to educate the consumers that maybe have never seen rc before obviously you me we all live the rc life we know all about it but um you know like when we were at rc M, uh, mcgp that was awesome. They had the track there and the tent answering questions and it was awesome. So um, the BRCA has been a thousand percent behind us. They just want what's best for the, the hobbyists, the clubs, the tracks, everything. It's uh, I can't speak their praises enough just because they're really, really doing the right thing to get out in the grassroots, educate people and support all the, the racers and tracks. So um, they're, they're hundred percent behind it. And uh, I'm proud to be working with them and have them involved in it for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. From um, obviously we've got the national this weekend, so we're doing all that. Uh, but we've also, you've also got, um, you've drafted in a couple of the, 
the staff that uh, are on the same team as running the Nationals as well, haven't you? So there's a bit of familiar, familiarity of for the racers as well. So you've got, um, we, we jokingly call him the world's best ref, John Cockhill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we, we pretty much know we're going to be safe in our hands. Obviously, I'll get loads of penalties off him just because you know, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll just not turn up now. I'll be back of the field. Um, but you've also got Muzz doing the timekeeping. Yes, exactly. I mean, I th- I think the success of any any event that you do, no matter what what it is, is getting the right people on board and having a team. And um, you know, these guys are seasoned veterans at being able to do it. Um, they know the the UK racers best, which I, I need that kind of help to make sure that our event is the best. That's our ultimate goal. So adding those guys to the team, they're they're all on board to do it. Muzz is an ace. He's been working so hard um, with all the behind the scenes stuff that, uh, you know, I can't do from afar. So it's been it's been great. Uh, Like I said, I'm bringing Joel, my media guy over. So with them and these guys and uh, Robin Hood, I mean, it's it has the equation to just be a a really exciting and, and fun race for for everyone, for the racers, for the the families that are there watching. Uh, obviously, you know, I get a little wind up, wound up sometimes when I get announcing. So, uh, you know, we just we just want to focus on the, the drivers and families and, and having fun. Yeah, I mean, the UK national team is great. I've, I've heard the drivers reps just phenomenal. He's brilliant. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, you probably didn't get that one, Scotty. I'm the uh, I'm the UK drivers rep. Um, ah, OK. I, but, no, I didn't. Um, that one slipped by me. Yeah, no. So I think, like you said, though, you get a bit overexcited on the mic. You get you get into it, and it, it's really infectious. And I think you can't help but be like MKGP. I've 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 been lucky enough to do them all, even the one that was sort of when they couldn't do it at the shopping centre, so they did it at the the aerodrome. Um, I've been to them, and there's always been like a lot of people around the outside supporting and watching and, you know, interested in what's going on. They've never seen these cars that are, you know, a lot of people, you say remote control car racing and they think it's just a like a toy grade. They don't realize that these things are like race bred and can do however many hundred miles an hour, like some of the drag cars you've been at the weekend. Mm-hmm. But I think your in quite infectious style of commentary really, really lends itself to that and it gets everybody more involved and I think without going back over the Euros we, the Euros last year last week felt a little bit dead because there was no cheering there was no atmosphere around the track whereas this event is clearly expected to be totally the opposite isn't it There's not, we're not going to be told no you can't cheer for your favourite driver yeah, that's that's part of it. That's that's the whole thing of it. And I, I have a uh, people always ask me, Scotty, when you when you travel around doing races, I have a story. When I went to do the Euros, it was I can't remember the date because I'm just getting old, but uh, late 2000s. I was in Austria and there was a massive 10 scale Euros there and there was a massive team from Great Britain there. And it was like the G main. And I don't remember who it was. But the entire Great Britain team came out waving their flag, cheering on their mate in the 
bottom main, whatever it was. And they were cheering them on as not only their friend, but, you know, representing their country. And that stayed with me to this day. I've told this story dozens of times because we don't have that in America. We just have one big country. But there were at the Euros, you know, with 15 nations represented. And these guys were out there cheering on their mate, you know, that was in the bottom main. And, you know, I'm giving 110% because the most commentators think they, you know, give it all for the A main. But the guys in the G and the O and the M main, that's their A final. That's their championship final. So they deserve the same effort as you would do for, you know, the top guys when it's, you know, Bruno, Mikhail, and Neil and all them guys running. So um, that that stayed with me to this day. And uh, I I always try to give 100 percent to uh, to all the finals because for them, it's it's their moment in the spotlight. And if there's a race for fifth spot in the G main, if it's good racing, who cares what main it is? If it's back and forth, up and down racing, that's just exciting. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think. Do you do you find it easier to commentate when there's a crowd getting involved? If, like you say, you've got that G main and all of the Brits are out there waving flags and shouting and, you know, going a game, does that rub off on you? Do you then want to be more into it, more more giving? And then I think in turn they give more back and it just becomes an even more amazing atmosphere for a, for a five minute race, no matter what finals. Absolutely. Because it's, it's, you know, it's the vibe, it's the excitement, it's contagious. You know, if people are cheering on this battle and then, you know, I'm going into it and people come out of the pits, like what's going on? This is the G main. They come up and they start watching and they see these guys belling for fifth spot in the G main and they start cheering. Cause it's, you know, it's their buddy from their state or their country. And, uh, and everything like that. So it's absolutely contagion. And I think it adds to the excitement that that is missing at a lot of events. And that's, you know, something we, we really try to strive to do at all of our events and the ones I'm involved in, because we do this, this hobby for the fun. We also do it for the competitive and we love the racing that we've all grown up watching, whether it be go-karts or formula one or NASCAR or whatever. And, you know, this is our chance to, to get, to get into racing so um for sure it gets more more excitement uh, the electricity kind of grows in the excitement and for sure it gets me going even more absolutely yeah i think that over here i think we're quite reserved in how we like to put on our events aren't we we you know it's a national there's the rules it's it's this it's that yes you can go and cheer but it doesn't have I could only sort of liken it to when you watch sort of like American sports on TV, like basketball or the Super Bowl or something. We don't often get that big game feel where I think that's a very American um, thing to bring to the table. But then I think once you get us going, we don't care. We just go absolutely mental for everything. So I think to have your style coming over, clashing not necessarily not clashing but complementing what we like i'm really looking forward to it i'm i'm almost thinking come on let's get it down i'm going to robin Hood now get the get the camper out um unfortunately well, russell russell can't come because he decided to go on holiday it's my birthday weekend <sighs> scotty i'm very, very sorry 
Um, no, so it's I'm understood. The boss <laughs> sometimes, you, yeah, no, you guys, yeah. you got you know, happy, happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah, but we're actually, it's, like, it's not like I'm just not coming. We're actually going away for the weekend, so it's, um, yeah, so it's just uncomfortable. I'll do the next one, mate. You know what I mean? I'll do the next one. Well, can, can I ask we'll you? get the go on. no, no, go ahead, please. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I just wanted to change the subject slightly, really. How did you get into organising events abroad? What was the, the that first step for you? Because, um, you know, I mean, obviously it's one thing, you know, people organising a race in their own country, but all of a sudden when you try and organise a flyaway race and hope for the best. Um, when I uh, – the uh, touring car was growing and growing and growing there and, uh, you know – 2009, 10, 11, it was really big. And uh, Touring Car was massive over in Asia. Yeah. And they had no premier on road race in Asia. You know, with the massive amount of people that were running Touring Car in Japan and Hong Kong and Australia, um, I said, you know, l- let me try to do this. And I reached out to the industry and I s- reached out to sponsors and said, hey, I have an idea. I want to try to do this. And, um, so we held, you know, our first race, you know, uh, I started the series over in Asia and it really clicked and it really worked. And people now in Asia had a chance to travel to Korea to do a race or to Hong Kong or Japan. Um, we had a bunch of great races in Australia and Singapore and Malaysia. I mean, it was just all over and it really, really worked. So I was like, wow, okay, this is, this is really cool. Obviously, you know, having me over there. Uh, you know, is adds a, a different flair to it than your local commentators and stuff like that. So that was a bit of attraction, getting some of the best drivers, you know, to travel around because the sponsors were supporting it, which was awesome. And it just, that kind of got me going and like, all right, maybe I can, uh, you know, start, you know, taking the show to different places around the world. And, you know, with our ETS and EOS, you know, becoming popular and things like that. It, it was really, uh, really working. So, um, and then back to when we went to workshop and we had a, a great event there and I was like, wow, let's, uh, let's try to do this and people enjoy something different. I don't want to say it's better by any means. Um, cause you guys, you know, national series is, is epic. Um, just different. And that, that was the goal. And that's what we're going to try to do here at the show now is just give everybody something, uh, a little different, a little different kind of fun, a little different kind of atmosphere, and uh, just really uh, have some laughs, make some new friends, connect with some old ones that, uh, you know, we haven't seen before. And, you know, hopefully build this up to be that that one big race, international race in the UK that, you know, people from France and Belgium and Spain and Germany and everywhere wants to come. And, you know, um, I'll be uh, I have to be honest, you know, the master's class, I'm I'm hoping for, you know, all the guys I get a bunch of friends in Germany uh, Everhart Beck and Tom and all those guys that are old school guys like me that love the race. And, uh, you know, hopefully if this grows, you know, they'll want to come and be part. And, you know, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. That'd be good. I don't suppose you've seen the drivers listen. Um, and you know, is there any people from abroad coming in or there, there are a few right now, some that are booked in it's tough this year, just because with the, the time change and things like that. So yeah. that's something we have to, we have to face, but if it's a success this year, then boom, it's on the calendar. You know, next month we're posting the date for 2024 already. Yeah. So it's, 
you know, something that everybody can, can look and like, okay, next year, boom, this is, this is the thing, you know, and, uh, all the guys like Oliver de Montfermont from France, you know, he's a great guy, loves traveling around and, you know, he, I know he wants to come and just a bunch of guys, you know, Jasper Rasmussen, you know, from, uh, from Denmark, he wants to come and a bunch of guys from Belgium and, you know, there's just lots of guys that want to come. So, uh, for sure, there's no doubt it's just going to grow to be, you know, that kind of race that everybody wants to attend. Yeah. I mean, I know at the minute, um, I think the Hall brothers are booked in, aren't they? I think at the moment. Yeah. So and, uh, and I'm, I'm sure. We're putting our best out there. Oh yeah. It, it, and it's, it's like any event that, you know, we've, we've built up. It just, it just takes time. People to see it. Um, you know, once, you know, once the social media is going for the weekend, you know, it's going to be all over the club's page and our, you know, Facebook page and Instagram and videos and everything like that. And it's, um, you know, that contagiousness, that vibe that we want. And everyone's like, wow, next year I'm going to make sure I'm off that weekend. So, you know, we can go and take part in that. So that's, that's the goal. It just, it's baby steps with any type of a big event that we have to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you say social media. The BRCA have just opened up their uh, Instagram page. I know Darren's there, so you know there'll be. Hopefully, he'll put some photos on. If not, you can give me access to it. I'll, I'll go around putting some photos on, talking to some people. Um, is it going? Is there going to be any sort of broadcasting for it? Is it uh, YouTube or anything like that? That's the plan. Yes, right now it is the plan. Once we we're just trying to nail down the internet speed and everything like that. If we if we have a strong enough internet and upload speed and everything, yes, we're going to do some, uh, some videos and things like that, but it's really, uh, we just have to kind of see We're we're trying to find that information out now. And if all the pieces come together, then absolutely we will. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Like I say, I'm really looking forward to it. I know, like I said, there's a few people that I've, I've spoken to this week in particular who have, who sort of started to cancel other meetings. So, Sorry of the meetings, but this is a this is a big one. Yeah, I don't I don't want to take any you know entries away from any of the other races because I mean think we can all we can all work together. But um, like I said, if after this year and the date works and everything, we can put it out well in advance, so it's not a clash in any ways with other regional events or the nationals and everything like that. And the ultimate goal is just to have a a nice end of the summer fun weekend that we can do some racing yeah like a, a good party race absolutely so you can't beat a party and you can't beat yeah. a race so. yeah i suppose yeah. I, I you're going to do um the famous international oval race on the night that'd be quite cool for parties for, for, for a party night. yes they uh they've told me about that and i'm excited to try that obviously you know oval's huge in america that's how i started rc back in you know a long yeah. time ago 1988 um is is was my it was a converted rc10 cars on dirt oval and that's what it was so when they told me about that oval thing oh yeah i'm gonna take a crack at it for sure yeah it's, it's really it's <laughs> you gotta really be the first good. one out it's really good yeah yeah it'll be so, fun four wheel four wheel drive on the oval for some reason, I seem to remember somebody telling me the lap record was like 11 seconds. Yeah, it was it was mental, mate. It was mental. I think Gemmo was doing like 12 and a half or something like that with his uh, two-wheel drive. It, Gemmo was, slow. It was, it was mental fast. It's mental fast. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's definitely gone. It's definitely sounding like um, the more we talk about it, the the bigger 
the bigger my excitement is getting for it. I can't wait now. Um, Thomas made, Thomas made the national this weekend seem not as important. Well, the nationals are obviously, you know, next level. You guys have the best national series, I think in the world, you know, with, uh, with the prestige and everything that it is. So it's, uh, that's great. But, uh, you know, we just want to, we want to give people a, an event after the nationals are like, okay, the series business done. Now we can just go have some fun, have some good racing. And, uh, and we get to all hang out together. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome, Scotty. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, we were hoping to get um, Muzz on the show to, to sort of have a bit of a, a talk about what he's been doing from his end. Obviously, he knows the heat listing like the back of his hand at the minute, who's booked in, who's not. But um, it doesn't seem like he's going to be available tonight, unfortunately. Um, oh, no way. Which is a shame. Let's say some bad things about him then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, bad, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm only joking, Muzz. I think you know. I'm only joking. Mate. I'm only joking. And love, I'll, love I'll you, stand Muzz. up. I got, I got Muzz's back. He's been, uh, he's been the ace in the hole on this whole thing. He's been uh, working just uh, late nights helping me and and just putting all the pieces together. And I couldn't do this without him. So it's it's definitely a team effort. So unfortunately, uh, you know, he's he's got family commitments right now, so he can't join us. But he's. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh my ace in the hole for sure, doing a great job and uh you know the the gang at Schumacher has just been wonderful supporting this event, Robin. Uh when we pitched the idea to Robin, Robin was like, Yeah, great, let's do it. And I've been friends with Robin for decades. Um yeah. when uh when he had a Schumacher USA here and uh yeah, our friendship has has grown and uh I can't thank him and, and all the gang at, at Schumacher for supporting this event and and being part of it, and then you know the ultimate goal again to to make something really really cool every year. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm sure you've got um, some surprises to keep for us on the day to make it a bit more exciting. We may even have a couple of surprises for yourself. You never know. Um, there may have been never some know. stuff happening in the background, but um, now it'll be it'll be really awesome to see you there, Scotty. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I know a lot of other people are. Um, hopefully you're looking forward to it. The sooner we we can uh, get it going, the better. Oh, absolutely! I'm excited about this as, as any any race I put on, and even more so because it's going to be the first of what I hope is is something really really special. And I've made so many friends through the years, and you know, in all the races that I've done around the world and in Europe and things like that. A workshop work was just was so special to be able to be there and and have our our style event there and a lot of those guys have never been to a race meeting where i've been the mc of it and everything and they 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 liked it they had fun it was a bit different and i'm looking forward to doing that on even a grander scale now because we're going to have the big beautiful you know robin hood raceway and you know it's just that's awesome on another level having that and then with everybody and all the different classes and it's just you know all those pieces of puzzles are going to come together to what we hope makes the showdown just something really, really just epic. Yeah, that'd be good. Is there anything like um, like raffles going on or anything like that? Anybody uh, have any companies come forward to uh, to donate some prizes, or if there's a raffle, can companies come forward and donate prizes? Absolutely. I know Muzz has been working with all the the local companies there, and we're going to have a, a bunch of raffles and stuff like that. And uh, the the thing I like to do 
on, on our social media is that the companies that believe in what we're doing and support an event, uh, you know, we, we do as what, what we call our sponsor spotlight on all our events. So give, uh, give some promotion to the companies that believe in the events and support it, whether they're sending teams there or sending door prizes for the raffle, things like that. So yeah, we'll have all of that. And, um, you know, all the things to make it, you know, just something really, really a unique event and fun. So yeah, we'll have lots of, Lots of stuff to give away. It'll be exciting. Yeah, and if there is, obviously, we do broadcast to the whole of the UK. So if there is any companies that aren't on board that want to get on board, how can they uh, get in touch with you? Um, reach out to Muzz. Uh, Muzz is kind of, you know, our, our boots on the ground there, and he's organizing all that. Um, and he's happy to, to talk to them and, you know, um, help you guys be part in the, the companies there to to get some exposure and um you know it's always good for the the companies that get on our events on the ground floor you know on the first year uh, that helps them you know as we grow the event and if it grows and becomes massive they were there from the the beginning and and that helps out a lot to them as as the event grows that's awesome so i say if you are a, a business no matter how big or small and you're interested in you know, donating anything you can to a raffle, give us a shout. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll definitely get uh, the amount, you'll definitely get the exposure from uh, what we have on our social media. Um, I'm thankful, that, you know, I have, uh, I have quite a few friends and followers around the world on, on all our social media. So we're able to, to get some great exposure. And you mentioned small companies and, and that's key because every big company started as a small company, whether they're making a, uh, a little widget or, you know, whatever it is, everybody has to start somewhere. And I've, I've always worked really hard to try to support the, the small companies as much as you're supporting the, you know, the, the big dogs of the, of the world. So, um, no matter what, what size company they're all, they all play a, they all play a key part in the success of a big event like this. Awesome. Well, I think we're just sort of rolling over to the, the 45, 45 minute mark we are indeed. um so we'll say obviously we know you're busy we we know you've got a great afternoon planned with your family scotty so we don't want to hold you up too much from that but before you go i don't know if we were doing this the last time you came on we've we've started a we've been doing it about a year or so now uh the grid talk hall of fame which is obviously like a hall of fame it's anything is there anything rc related that um you feel should be in the in the hall of fame for for our hobby oh my uh anything you want a car a track a... you gotta wow that's a few people have yeah i mean there's like their first cars and stuff as well sure and all famous drivers i think a few people have put like neil craggy and i know you're a big fan of him but he can't oh, be yeah. a four, he can't be a four-time hall of famer <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean there's there's lots of things i mean if you you look at the evolution of the hobby of you know when it really started i mean you know from the the gold tub rc10 to you know when uh when novak bob novak when he they started brushless motors you know in the hobby you know that is that was a a massive changing point in our hobby when brushless motors you know people were like oh what is this um you know so the the innovation and and time that bob novak put in i i would have to say that that when it changed from brush to brushless motors 
Um, you know, that, that's a big thing that a lot of people don't think about. So to be on a different angle, rather than going all the norms of the, the most popular drivers and thing like that, I'll, I'll throw my name into, or uh, Bob Novak's name into the, to the list of the hall of fame, because he was legendary and, you know, what he did in his foresight, whether it be electronics, you know, speaking drove it back in the day, but when he, you know, really, really pushed for brushless motors, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, my, my one choice, I'll throw Bob Novak in that. Yeah. You know, I, I love that, Scotty. As a, as a former Novak runner from being a Craig Drescher fan, who was obviously sponsored by Novak. Oh, um, yeah. Awesome. And it, it, it is such a shame now that some of the, the new kids on the block don't even know what that name meant. Yeah, you're very, very true. A lot of people don't know. And I'm much like you. I bled orange. I, I ran Novak my entire entire life i mean i was great friends with bob and his daughter linda and and tom and everybody there and charlie sawanka used to work there at novak and he was a big part of it and yeah they were a big part of my business life when i i own trackside hobbies in milwaukee and we had that they would come and support our races me as a racer back in the day when i was racing hardcore uh, i would always run novak and as you said it's a shame the the under under you know the younger crowd just has no idea you know Novak what's that orange what what why what's orange you know but that was that was it back in the day so my votes for Bob Novak awesome perfect man. cheers Scotty okay before we well, let you go do you want to say thank you to anyone friends family sponsors anyone at all oh uh, mainly you guys I mean it takes a lot to put on a show every week. You know, to make it entertaining, to make it spontaneous, to make it intriguing and something that we all want to listen to, you know, every every time you, you put a new broadcast up. So, um, you know, tip of the hat to you guys and and for the work. Thank you for asking me to to be on the show again and for helping, you know, make the, the UK showdown, you know, what we hope it's going to be by spreading the word and and sharing our ideas and thoughts and um you know making it somewhere special so thanks for thanks for all your guys hard work behind the scene and and giving us some exposure really appreciate it nice one thank you oh scotty thank you for bringing the uh the big name events over to the uk and uh, hopefully we can turn out and and give you a good turnout so that we can do it a second time well that that's the goal and we're going to have fun no matter what for sure it's going to be a race that everybody's going to be talking about the people that didn't go they're going to hear the stories and uh see the videos and the pictures and, and all that. And are like, wow, man, I should have went. So, uh, we're definitely going to have a good time no matter what. I'm just, uh, I'm really excited to get back there and put on a big show. Perfect. Not perfect. Thanks, Cheers. Scotty. Cheers, Scotty. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And he's gone. How about that? You know, what, what I haven't said in a while in our one take podcast. Well, you know what? Funny enough, normally when you say it, it's not at, no dirty secret here, listeners. It's not actually one take. Because usually you've fluffed, well, no, whoa, you've usually fluffed the intro six times. Here we go. Or you've moaned at me for breathing too heavy. Drive through penalty for Chris Bowden. Drive through penalty for Chris Bowden. <laughs> or you've spent all your afternoon finding new buttons on the recording box. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was legitimately one take because. Scotty is a superstar yeah. um, and 
you know, just just say it one more time. You, you know, it's it's nice talking to someone like that because it makes our job easy, doesn't it? It's, that sounds really bad, but you know, he, he just like you know, he's just got, yeah, he's, he's, his accent is well, it makes you listen. <laughs> makes yeah, you, yeah, it makes does. You and listen. I think like like we said, his his enthusiasm for the hobby is very infectious. Yeah, and. It, it's well, hard not to get man, excited when what, he's talking about something. What a, what a, seriously though, what a job! What do you do? What do you do for a living? Oh, I, I travel the world putting on RC car races. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, yeah. it's just like when do you work? I only work weekends. <laughs> you know, it's just like absolutely yeah, yeah, class, like, mate. You know, he gets paid. He gets paid to talk about RC cars. We just do it for fun on a yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, go on then, mate. But, so. Um, you were the two-wheel drive regional at the weekend. Yep, at Telford, and it rained, so I stayed home. Well, <laughs> you were never coming. I was never coming anyway. No, you chicky, you, chicky, you, chicky, you don't want to come and race. You don't yeah. want to come and race with the real men no more. Yeah. Um. No, I mean to be honest, it was a very so-so event for me. Um, dry was dry. I felt like I could have made the B. Um, but it was just it rained and if i'm honest i'd only had time to prep the dry car so the wet car was in a bit of a shambles it the the wet setup i'd got on it just didn't seem to work at telford in that astro so it was what it was it's you know it it's left me currently about 22nd overall in the in the region which is fine but the big news and a particularly proud moment for me because like I mean, I'm not his dad, so you don't have to worry, Neil. But watching Charlie win his first regional. Yes. Yes, he, you know, he was amazing. I was like, you know, to we've pitted together for a number of years now. He's kind of, you know, grown up through winning the truck nationals and, and all of that. But, you know, to win his, to win his first real event at Thingy Mate, it was, it was awesome. And, uh, we were, we were all massively proud of him for the way he drove, um, and it was very it, nice of Tom Yardy know, it, to, it to come people. over and offer him. He beat some good people as well, didn't he? You know, like Yardy, for one. Um, you know, who else was there? Yeah. Um, um, he beat know, Tom Lu- Phipps. Yeah, Lewis Hopkins. Um, um, you know, yeah, so he, it was a good run. So how... Oh, yeah. Did he, did he win... Um, how did he do? Did he win... He won two legs of the finals, didn't he? He won two legs of the finals. He won leg one and leg three with yeah. Tom Phipps winning leg two. Yeah. So, um, in all honesty, I don't want to seem like, you know, I'm giving him too much praise because he's still a little punk. He never listens to me. He'd be fine. And I'm, he does. And I'm quite happy to, uh, I'm quite happy to bring him down whenever he needs it. Um, <laughs> but I watched, um, I watched from race control because it was raining and obviously Bish was in the, in the A final. So I started the, the I, I said, I'll do the computer for it. And I'm watching the lap times. Now, bearing in mind, the names you mentioned, Tom Yardy, Tom Phipps, Lewis Hopkins, Tony Bishop at Telford, um, Kit Jones, Richie Thorne. These are all names that were there in the A final. Buzzer goes, go around one full lap. First lap, Charlie's pulled seven tenths of a second on Tom Phipps in second place. He's literally pulled near three quarters of a second in one lap. And then I watched every lap and not once did he drop below gaining four tenths of a second over the second, whoever was in second place at that time. Wow. Literally the definition of just 
drove away. The car never looked like it was being hustled or rushed or anything like that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. awesome drive. And then he had a bit of a bobble in the second one, but Tom Phipps had found something with the car that he, he wasn't happy with. He corrected it for the second leg and credit to him. He was the only person that could peg Charlie's lap times. Yeah. Um, he drove awesome all day. Um, and it was, it was great to sort of have a bit of banter with him as well and get around and, and have a laugh. Yeah. But then Charlie just turned it back on in the second, in the leg three. He just, whatever, whatever was, he was did rain, in leg still one. still raining on the third final at the end of the yeah, day? Yeah, it was still wet. But whatever he'd done in leg one that had changed for leg two, he, he didn't change anything with the car. I think it was just changing it within himself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he just did that. Um Awesome drive. And while we're talking about uh, Saunders brothers, young Harry Saunders making the B on legitimate pace. I saw that. He smashed And, hitting, well, didn't and he? Hit, hitting a ninth in round. Yeah. Um, we've got some some serious talent coming out of that, that younger Saunders brother. Yeah. Um, and some serious cheek as well. Yeah. But uh, he's, all, he's awesome. But no, it was a great event. Um, ran smooth as silk. Um, everybody behaved. So... Thank you for for getting that out of the way and behaving behaving what was, well. What's the um, did you get any dry running? I, I know you've been running there a lot on a Tuesday night, but did you get any dry running through the day? The first round, okay. which was my best round, then it rained for all yeah. of mine, so it was like it just didn't matter what I did. And I think, to be honest, because I'd already kind of got the F two in four wheel drive, I kind of only oh, went God. just to see my just to see my mates and have a laugh. Welcome to the club. Well, you're not. You're back to an F3 next I'm, year, pal. You haven't I'm, done enough. Yeah, I'm still an F2 now, though, mate. Still been an F2 all year, and I've got four more months of it. Yeah. you got you got a few more months. Yeah, so well done, getting then, your, well, done, well done on finally getting your F2, Chris. I oh, know. I've had to put the work <laughs> in for this year, and I couldn't just... Couldn't yeah. just turn up and yeah. Well, yeah. Get, I tell you what, mate. Getting your F two in the West Mids is no hard feat, you know. Yeah. Well, no mean feat, for I say. No yeah. mean it, feat. No, it's not. It's uh, there's some there's still some quick guys, um, you know. So, but you know, it yeah. is what it is. You know? On to the na- on to the national this weekend, which will be fun. Where are you racing? Um, that we are at Ledbury for two days of uh, Nitro Glory. Um, and I'm going to smash Bruce out of the park um, just to let him know who's the fastest in this house. Mate. <laughs> right. We're only going to go through this. You know, your favourite word is stay humble. Yeah. Oh, I am yeah. humble, mate. Just remember, everything that's put on the internet never gets deleted. So what what's going to happen in about six months? Is Bruce, Bruce is going to thoroughly smash you and he's going to put you into retirement within a year. Yeah. Um, and at some point when he thoroughly smashes you and he learns how to use Spotify, he's going to come back to these episodes where we talk about his racing. Yeah. And he's going to go, you remember when I said you, when you said I was slow, dad? <laughs> and you're going to go, yes, son, I was, I was very wrong. I'm sorry. Will you please let me be your mechanic? Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. 
put just remember, there's but only one but, superstar but, with the surname Lee and his jo- first name know, Bruce. But joke, joking aside, it's, it's great when we both race. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny watching him on his box in the pits trying to fuel my car. He can barely lift the thing out. He can barely lift the thing out the pit lane. <laughs> yeah, but Club I think um, Club obviously is so relaxed, mate. You know, it's really funny because I think you obviously... know, you know, a national. If you're not twelve, you can't go in the pits. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. obviously, people people may or may not realise that we do actually see each other away from racing and the podcast, and I yeah. pop up and I have a bit of have a bit of banter with Bruce, yeah. and you know, I think uh, he enjoys the banter. And remember, you said about the uh, the whips, and he did his whip on the last lap and yes. binned it. Yeah. <laughs> when we were up there the other night, and he's like, and I'm like, just remember, Bruce, you can't whip it on the last lap. <laughs> you're like you can do anything you want as long as you land it on your wheels yeah so i'm there trying to teach him how to backflip <laughs> <laughs> how how panicked were you by that yeah 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 i'll, I'll send i'll send, send you the bill for the conrod <laughs> yeah in case bruce just launches yeah rc8 into a full backflip <laughs> over the triple at ledbury yeah i mean it's, it's quite funny actually chris because you know I, i've always been um, along the, the dry weather. Well, this this week on Saturday, it's supposed to be camping over as well. Saturday Saturday night, it's supposed it's like seventy percent chance of rain all day from like eight o'clock till five o'clock in the afternoon. So um, we're still going. We've got the awnings, we've got the sides, we've got the wet weather filter, wet weather covers for the air filters. It'll be fine. Um, You're going to be floating down Ledbury Hill. We're going to love it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest though, we were only camping for the crack. Um, yeah. So if if the worst happens, I think we'll just get in the van and come home for the night, uh, and then go back again Sunday. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's only no, I've, away, just, so. I've just got this, like Ledbury's on a bit of a hill, isn't it? I've just got this yeah. image of you floating down the hill. Yeah. Oh no, we should, I should be at the top. I, I should be at the top of the hill, so don't worry about that. We're, we're floating down the hill in your tent with your beard, looking like the second coming of Noah's Ark <laughs> <laughs> as you yeah. go down. But yeah. now I'm at the national. It's the last one. Um, if you are listening and you are at the national, let's make it another great one. We've had a, we've had a brilliant year so far. Let let's see it off at the best as you can. Um, I believe I may be wrong, but I believe this. Although the entries closed, I think there may still be some entries available for the Formula Finals. So. Pester BRCA if you want to come and you haven't booked in yet, it'll be a great laugh. It's at Durham. It's an amazing facility. We're going go-karting. It'll be a right laugh. The camping's amazing. Um, let's let's have a good a good show in for the for the Formula Finals for Durham's first event. Class, mate. Class. Do you want to thank the sponsors, mate? Uh, yes, mate. Uh, thank you to Sh- CML Distribution, to Schumacher Racing, and to Will Speed. Get liking the shows, guys. It really is as simple as that. For every like, you get an entry to the raffle. For every entry to the raffle, you get a shot at winning a prize that one of these three great companies has donated. Last year, um, Will Speed donated one of their conversion yes. kits. I'm so sorry. Russ is going to donate uh, some flu this year. <laughs> um, so if you want, if you want a shot of that, share the share the podcast. 
Epic, mate. And I'll say thank you to the listeners. Guys, thanks very much for getting involved with our Car Crash for podcast. I hope you've enjoyed Scotty Earns this week. Um, I have. It was absolutely class. Um, don't forget to like and share for your chance to be in with a prize at Christmas. And uh, that's it, Chris. Good luck at the weekend for the National Dude. Um, you too, mate. Try not to drown at Ledbury. Yeah, I hope the weather stays right for you. Um, and that's it. Good night. God bless. Have a safe journey home. See you later, guys.